This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Wednesday, the 26th of August. Ooh, Justin, get this one. KFC has mm-hmm. suspended its 64-year-old slogan, Finger Licking Good, <laughs> because it just doesn't feel quite right at the moment. Thanks, <laughs> Rona. That's great. Brett, Facebook is planning legal action against the country of Thailand. Huh? Yep, Thailand has demanded that Facebook block an online group that Ooh. supposedly criticises the government's Ooh. monarchy, and Facebook <laughs> ain't happy. This is a big deal, and we have three very big stories today, Justin. Let's do it. For our first, Queensland is looking like it could snatch Melbourne's AFL Grand Final. Ah, the interstate rivalries continue (laughs) to heat up. So what's the story with this one? Well, firstly, we know that all of Australia is facing some economic hurt right now. And we also know that Victoria is facing extra Mm -hmm. economic hurt right now. Hashtag second wave. Now, the AFL, which could cop a $400 million loss this year, is set to announce its decision about the AFL Grand Final shortly. Western Australia is pushing to host. South Australia and New South Wales are also Mm. keen to host. But considering most AFL clubs and players are already Mm -hmm. in Queensland, it's looking like Briz Vegas could be the winner. What's interesting is that the AFL Grand Final was meant to be in Melbourne until 2057. Mm. So what's the key learning here? Professional sport is about more than just entertainment. It fuels state and local economies. It's estimated that losing the Grand Final and most Mm. of the AFL season will cost the Victorian economy over $300 million. But it actually has been pretty bittersweet for the Mm. AFL. That's because what one state loses, another state gains. The AFL has been forced to host matches outside of Victoria. Which has meant that other states like Western Australia, Queensland and Mm -hmm. even the Northern Territory have been given the opportunity to play host. Meaning much more economic activity for the pubs, cafes Mm -hmm. and stadiums in these local towns and communities. For our second story, the shaver shop is praying that customers who have embraced at-home trimming of hair and beards Mm -hmm. during COVID will maintain this new habit post-COVID. I've been thinking the same thing. So what's the story (laughs) here, Brett? Well, some context, Justin. Shaver Shop is pretty big. It has 123 stores across Australia and New Zealand. And Shaver Shop's online sales have doubled this year. Why is that? Many hairdressers have been forced to scale back or close down Mm. and people are desperate for haircuts and they've had to take matters into their own hands. Meaning consumers have been buying all the hair-related utensils online. That'd be trimmers, clippers, Mm -hmm. hair removal, you know, all the good stuff. And Shaver Shop's profit increased by a lofty 59% to over $10 million this year. Wow. So what's the key learning here? We always knew that certain product categories would be plucked from obscurity during COVID. (laughs) And one of the biggest success stories of COVID have been Mm -hmm. the DIYs. That'd be DIY hair products like Shaver Shop. That'd be DIY food products like Marley Spoon. And DIY home improvements like Bunnings. But DIY could actually be here for the long haul. Go on. As they say, the most satisfying job is the one one that you do yourself. And these categories of DIY have seen mega mm. growth this year. Add into the mix the convenience and perhaps mm-hmm. DIY could become a new ritual for Aussies around the country. For our third and final story, Asana, the company known for its project and task management software, has announced its mm. plans for an IPO, but Ooh. not in the usual way, Brett, in a new Ooh. and sexy way. Sounds hot. So uh, what is the story here? And who is Asana? Firstly, Asana was started by one of Facebook's co-founders, and it's not Mark Zuckerberg. Ah, Asana has a relatively modest valuation for a Silicon Valley tech darling, though. Just a measly $2 billion. So why the low valuation? Well, because Asana is losing money, and Ooh. they're losing 
lots of it. The scariest part of all of this is that its glosses are growing even as its users mm, grow. Spooky stuff. And now, Asana is keen to go public through something called a direct listing. So what's the key learning here? In a traditional IPO, companies raise money by selling new shares to investors. And generally, existing shareholders and investors are not allowed to sell mm. their shares until after a lockup period. I.e., those investors have to hold on to their money for a while before they can sell. In an Asana-style direct listing, though, the company mm-hmm. doesn't raise new money from investors, and existing shareholders can sell their shares immediately. Asana will be the third company to go down this direct listing path after Spotify Ooh. in 2018 and Slack last year. Flux family, on our Instagram page, we have an awesome ISO giveaway going on. We've partnered with the best Aussie brands like Cappy Sparkling, <laughs> Jacob's mm-hmm. Creek, How We Roll Toilet Paper, and Sweet Mickey Cookies to lift everyone's spirits. Head to flux.finance on Instagram and get involved. Thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow.